You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the seventh, Ty Madden, the Longhorn starter, back out for another inning of work. We're in the top of the seventh, and he has thrown 64 pitches. He has eight strikeouts. And what, Tuck? He's throwing a no-hitter. Absolutely throwing a no-hitter right now. We are bringing this up so that uh, we can jinx it. Well, the last time I said it, I said it exactly when Deming hit his double, right when I said it. So (laughs) here you go, Mitch. Here's your fastball. Hit your double. Let's move on. McIntyre, Deming, and Cowden do up. Mitch McIntyre started the game in his usual center field position defensively. Moved over to left a couple innings ago. And a check swing foul by McIntyre. Strike one. Mitch, officially 0 for 1, grounded out to short and then was hit by a pitch in the fourth inning. One ball and one strike now. The 0-1 called ball one to McIntyre. Madden delivers the 1-1. Ground ball, slow roller, third baseman moving up. Williams, hey, and he'll it eat it. There it goes. And he doesn't throw to first. <laughs> and there oh. we go. Waiting to see that hit be put up on the board. Well, you have to. There's yes. no air there. Come on. Let's Just. see it. Come on. Yeah. There. Come on. Where did it? Where is it? There, there it is. Yeah. There it is. There it is. The no hitter is over. Nicely done there by Mitch McIntyre. That one was the least hit ball of the night. <laughs> and you could hear the applause for Ty Madden, uh, who's been brilliant tonight. He really has, yeah. And you know what's interesting? Because so he has eight strikeouts, but, man, we've had five just absolute lasers hit. And if, if just maybe three of those land, right, it just changes the confidence of the team. Deming awaits the 0-1 pitch from Madden. Dimming 0 for 2, a swing and a miss, and now Austin falls behind 0 and 2. Well, I'm pretty sure we're already going to be on the highlight, highlight reel of, you know, Twitter and things like that because they're going to show that inside the park home run because it just doesn't happen very often. So I'm glad it's not going to be added that their pitcher also threw a no-hitter because <laughs> I've been there, done that, and that's not fun. The 0-2. Dimming stays alive, got a piece of it. No balls, two strikes to Austin Deming, the Cougar third baseman. We were no hit four years ago at LMU. Yep. Justin Abbott. I think it's Justin. I know its last name is Abbott. But that was the most one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. The 0-2 pitch to Deming. Swing and a miss. Strike three and first out of the inning. So one out. Runner at first. Corey Abbott. Corey Abbott. Corey Abbott was the lion that no-hit BYU a couple of seasons Perfect ago. Perfect game to us, actually. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Josh Cowden, the designated hitter, facing Madden. First pitch to Josh. And that was a year low, where one. that was a year where we we were like top five in the country at runs per game. I think we we're averaging close to ten runs a game that year. I mean, in conference play, it might have been even more. And, man, we ran into a buzzsaw there with him. He was unbelievable. 
The 1-0 to Cowden. High, 2-0. Good take. That was one of those nights where he had four pitches, four pitches working wherever he wanted it, Jep. It was a strike inside, outside, change-up slider, curveball. I mean, he was just toying with us. Do you remember another at bat where Madden started 2-0? This, I, I think maybe he's one been 3-1. Other. I know he's been 3-1. Swing and a miss. It's now 2-1 to Josh Cowden. And that's the key. You get ahead. It's easy. It's a lot easier to get ahead when you're 95-plus, right? Right. <laughs> Not that I would know, certainly. Well, you have to add 50 to your normal BP pitch, and we and get there. Unfortunately, that's accurate. The 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss, and he came right back 95 on that pitch to Cowden. And that one right there was, Josh was just doing too much, right? We've got to get his fastball down. When it's elevated, don't, you can't overswing. And, and we've had a few strikeouts. I think we had three or four strikeouts of the eight today, of nine now, of the fastball elevated. And in the scouting report, as we told the guys, you have to see the ball down. Don't be tempted. 2-2 pitch to Cowden. Swing and a miss, and that's now 10 strikeouts yeah, and, for Longhorn starting pitcher Ty Madden. And both of those pitches are balls. And, and Josh has had a great week of swinging at strikes and, and taking his walks. But, you know, when you're facing a guy throwing this hard, you try to start a little early, and, you know, they're just a little too over-aggressive on that high pitch. Two outs and a runner at first. The batter is Cole Gamble, the right fielder. And he looks at ball one in the dirt from Madden. Madden has been as good as advertised tonight. The 1-0 to Cole. And tomorrow, 2-0 now. because their series, their three-game tournament they were playing in Arlington, that, that preseason amazing tournament they had, SEC versus Big 12, because, they're, because of whether they canceled Friday and they went Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so their starters had to go one extra day than normal, and so they couldn't bring them back to Foul throw strike one. to throw Thursday and Friday because you, I mean, you're not going to have your your first rounder start two days earlier than normal. So they uh, they're probably going to throw both their Saturday and Sunday starter tomorrow, piggyback them because they got to get their innings in. That would be my guess. Two one pitch misses three and one to Cole Gamble. But tomorrow we have two really good arms going in, in Jack Sterner and uh, just and blah, 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 and Carter Smith. Carter was fantastic in his first outing this year, five scoreless innings against Texas State, and Jack had flashes of being great and is going to be real good. So we have two really good arms to go at him as well as full as our bullpen guys as well. Three one pitch fouled off to the left, and the count is now full to Cole Gamble. I fully expect, Shep. I'm not just saying this, but I fully expect tomorrow. We're going to come out with energy, excitement. we got two guys on the mound that can really pitch, plus really good and a couple of bullpen arms that are available. If our starting pitchers can give us a good start, which I truly believe they're going to, offense is going to come out. And we're going to come in here and try to find a way to salvage a win in this series. The payoff pitch misses, and that is the first walk for Ty Madden. Cole Gamble takes first base. So now with two outs, the Cougars with runners on first and second. And Jacob Wilk, who hit a three-run home run yesterday, will step to the plate. Yeah, and Jacob started a little slow as well. He had his big knock, his first career college home run in Division One yesterday. 
but uh, need to get him going as well. The first pitch to Wilk. Strike one. San Diego leading Cal State Fullerton 6. Actually, it's now final. 6-1, Toreros. It's a good win for them. Top of the seventh, Dallas Baptist leading Gonzaga 6-1. Cal on top of San Francisco 3-1. Stanford leads Santa Clara 2-0. The 0-1 pitch. Foul back by Wilk. Now 0-2 to Jake. And in the bottom of the second, St. Mary's leading Cal Baptist 2-0. Also, here's a score that will bring a smile to your face. LMU leading Utah 3-0. Mm. Bummer. nothing, <laughs> <laughs> Texas in the top of the seventh inning. The 0-2 pitch to Wilk. Good take. Yep. Misses low. One ball and two strikes. By the way, Pacific and Sac- Sacramento State postponed due to COVID precautions. Going to see a lot of that this year. Yep, we've seen. Hey, we we've seen it in, in all of the sports that involve a lot of teams from California. I mean, we've seen a lot of that. The one-two pitch, fouled off. Hey, we're going to obviously have our issues as a team because it's just statistically it's going to happen. But I'm actually really proud of our guys. They have done a really good job of. They want to play ball, and you know that they. They go from the field and they go home and they do their homework and they're they're not going out and they're not doing things that college guys want to do. They're really taking this serious and I'm really proud of what they've done so far. The one-two pitch to Wilk. Check swing. They will appeal. They say Wilk went around. Strike three in the third out. No run score in the top of the seventh. It's still 10-0 Texas heading to the bottom of the inning. We'll stretch on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. 10-0 Texas in the bottom of the seventh inning. Due up for the Longhorns, Kennedy, Staley, and then back to the top of the order in Mike Antico. Eric Kennedy, the left fielder, facing another inning of Cooper McKeon. The chopper to second base. Pintar with a nice glove and throw to first in time. One up, one down. In the bottom of the seventh. Bases empty. One out. Going to have a pinch hitter for Murphy Staley. Dylan Campbell. 
will now bat in the number nine spot and play second base. We saw Dylan as the first and second game starter at second, so it's obviously his position. Looks at ball one. Now ball two from McKeon. Two and oh. Fouled off. Now two and one to Dylan Campbell. Need Coop to put up a zero here. Get that swag slash confidence back. Dylan from Houston, Texas. 5'11", 200-pound freshman. We're in number eight. 2-1. Misses 3-1. and one. Yeah, any borderline pitch just not getting tonight. Like I said, you have to earn them, though. Three balls, one strike, one out. And the base is empty here in the bottom of the seventh. 10 nothing, Texas. The 3-1. And it's ball four. Campbell earns the one-out walk. Back to the top of the order. The center fielder, Mike Antico. Been on base twice in this game. A single and then a walk. Another pinch hitter. It will not be Mike Antico. Dalton Porter, number 51, will now come into the ballgame. From Leander, Texas. Now B, hitting in the number one spot in the order. In the 1-0 pitch. Now 2-0 to Dalton Porter. Isn't Leander where we were at earlier today for practice? Is it? I believe so. I thought you were supposed to pull out a map and figure out all these Texas names and where they're from. <sighs> yeah, it's on the agenda still. 2-0. Misses 3-0. Just in time for us to go Just home. Just in time. That's Perfect. Well, you know, you procrastinate enough. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. Chip doesn't want to do his job. I get it. <laughs> totally kidding. We were in Cedar Park. Cedar Park, okay. Is it near Leander? Well, let's find out. We do your job again for you. Or Leander, maybe. Who knows? 3-0, and and that's a four-pitch walk to Dalton Porter. And that's back-to-back -back walks. That's yeah, not far from Leander. It's I'm really going to assume it's Leander. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we were not, not far from there. Abe Valdez, the catcher, out to talk with Cooper McKeon. Quick conversation on the mound. Abe making his way back. The slow trot back behind the dish. One out. Runners at first and second. The right fielder, Douglas Hodo third, will bat with one out. And we're going to have another call to the pin 
pitching change for the Cougars. We'll take a break on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. One out, runners at first and second. A new pitcher for the Cougars, number 42, Boston Mabius. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Boston comes in 0-2. He's pitched two and two-thirds. Three hits, seven runs, all seven earned, five walks. He does have six strikeouts. And he'll come in with one out here in the bottom of the seventh inning. 10-0 for the 19th-ranked Longhorns. Game four of the series tomorrow. Three central, two mountain. We'll have it for you from Dishfalk Field. And then next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in Corvallis, Oregon, Oregon State, and BYU for a three-game series. Never been to Corvallis. Yeah, I have once for a uh, – I was there when Cody Hoffman made that, like, amazing catch from Riley Nelson on the sideline. I side remember line. it. That's yeah. right. Just up there as a fan to watch? Yeah, just went with some buddies to watch – the football game. But Reeser Stadium, I believe, is the name of their football stadium. I think Goss Stadium is the f- baseball, right? I believe that is correct. Maybe it's his first pitch way outside, and it gets past the catcher, Valdez. Both runners advance. So now one ball, no strikes, one out, and two in scoring position at second and third. Yeah, Dave did everything he could to try to snag that. He got it in his glove, but then when he brought it in, it just kind of swung out, and they were able to advance. The batter, Douglas Hodo the third. The 1-0. This is high, 2-0. This is another left-hander that we're going to need to get going for our team. Both Cooper and Boston need to play a really big role for us to be successful. And... Uh, they struggled early in this season. The 2-0. Called strike one inside. I mean, these are 90-plus mile-an-hour lefties with really power-breaking balls. And, and good stuff. They're guys that, if, if we're going to compete later in this season and throughout the year, they're going to have to play huge situational roles for us late in games. The 2-1 pitch to Hodo. Misses 3-1. and one. And Boston is a guy who... He's a return missionary. He's a true freshman, right? And so got himself in great shape. He works extremely hard. He wants it. It's just one of those things where he needs to just keep getting some experience and, and, and slowing it down again. We talked about it, slowing it down. 3-1 pitch. Hodo skies that to center field. Jelilich on the move at the warning track makes the catch for the second out. The runner from third will tag and score. That's Dylan Campbell. The runner at second moves up to third, and it's now 11-0 Texas. Yeah, Jelly got a good break on it, was able to get behind that. But uh, because of the the wild pitch, they were able to score their 11th run. Sack Fly scores the 11th run of the evening for the Longhorns. Another pinch hitter, Mitchell Daly. Looks like the Longhorns are emptying the uh, the bench right now. Yeah, good chance for them to 
give some guys some opportunities. Daly hitting third in the order, taking over for Trey Faltini. Daly looks at strike one from Boston Mabius. Daly, 6'1", 180-pound freshman from Madison, Alabama. The 0-1 pitch from Boston. Outside, evens the count at 1-1. Bottom of the seventh, 11-0 Texas. Yesterday they scored 12. Today, in the bottom of the seventh, they have 11 on seven hits. The 1-1 pitch. Check swing. They'll appeal. First base says he did not go. Two and one now to Daly. That's the same amount that Jacob Wilk went around and they called it for strike three. I figured he called it last inning because the umpire's ready to go home. Well, obviously <laughs> he's not because he didn't call that one. Two balls and two strikes as Daly fouled that off. One run in here in the bottom of the seventh and still a runner at third, but there are two outs and a 2-2 count to the pinch hitter, Mitchell Daly. Mabius delivers. Missed inside, full count. I love it when Tuck immediately spins around to look at the replay to see where that was. Yeah, I just can't help myself. Maybe it delivers the payoff pitch. a boy. Inside strike three, and I don't think Daly liked it. Ringing him up for the third out of the inning. We'll head to the top of the eighth. Cougars down 11-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Have expected Ty Madden to be back out in the top of the eighth had the no hitter still been intact. He gave up the one hit. So as we begin the top of the eighth, the Cougar hitters will face a new Longhorn pitcher, a redshirt freshman, a righty from Leander, Texas, number 49, Jared Southard, 6'2, 220 pounds. So Madden's day is done. Seven innings pitched, one hit, one walk, 11 strikeouts. Heck of an outing for that guy, right? Heck of an outing, to say the very least. Jared Suther coming, Southard coming in. This is his third appearance. He's given up no hits. Has walked two. And the first pitch to Danny Jelilich. Is in four. They call that strike one? I didn't think so, but... Fouled it off. That's what the scoreboard's showing. 0-2, so 0-2 to Jelilich. They've been wrong a few times. That's wouldn't be the first time that the scoreboard has been inaccurate. Yes, very glitchy. The 0-2 pitch just misses. Ball one. Hey, find a way here, Jelly. Jelilich awaits the 1-2. 
Got to run. Ground ball, chopped to third, and that was probably the shortstop's ball, but the third baseman cut in front of him and then couldn't get the ball into the glove. And Danny Jelich now at first base. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I think, obviously, with Jelich's speed, if the shortstop gets that, he's safe easy. You know, So I think he was trying to cut that off because – he knew that type of speed, and they gave it an air. They, they just did. obviously don't know the speed of Jelilich. <laughs> so that'll be an E5 for Danny Jelilich reaching first base. Abe Valdez, first pitch from Southard. Fly ball foul and out of play. Bouncing onto the concourse and just about hit a couple of kids that were standing watching the baseball game. 11 nothing, Texas here in the top of the eighth. The 0-1 to Valdez. Another swing and a foul out of play. 0-2 to Abe. No balls, two strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. The 0-2 pitch. Abe pops it up into shallow center. Dalton Porter moving up to make the catch. And Valdez is retired for the first out here in the top of the eighth. The number nine hitter, Brock Watkins, 0 for 2. His third plate appearance, hitting with one out and one on in the top of the eighth here. It should be one for two because he was safe at first. His first time up. Then he had a missile to right his second time up. Brock has been much, much improved offensively this year. Last year he, he was showing those freshman growing pains where he was just swinging at pretty much everything. This year he's done has an amazing approach so far early in the season, and it's really paying off for him. The 1-0 pitch, high and inside, 2-0. I feel so bad for him. He had three consecutive at-bats on the weekend. They got Texas State where – he hit, like, hard comebackers up the middle for singles. Would have been singles, but the pitcher all three times was able to barely snag it. <laughs> I'm like, my goodness, the guy what can't catch. What does the catch. guy have to do? The guy can't catch a break. 2-0, ground ball to second. Throw over to the bag for one. Over to first for the double play. And 4-6-3 is how the top of the eighth ends for the Cougars. 11 nothing Longhorns heading to the bottom of the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll see if the pinch hitters continue for... Yeah, we're going to have another pinch hitter. They're empty in their bench now. Lance Ford will hit for Cam Williams. We saw Lance Ford as a pinch runner in one of the earlier games, and then he stayed in. I think he might have snuck in last inning defensively. I think it might have been him that had the error. Hey, you're right. You're yeah. right. And the first pitch he sees, he pops it up. The shortstop, Brock Watkins, moves back and makes the catch. One pitch, one out. Nicely done. Very nicely done. Lance Ford is the first out in the bottom of the eighth. And another pinch hitter, DJ Petrinsky. Hitting in place of Zach Zubia. Fifth in the order. 
And he looks at strike one from Boston Mabius. Good pitch there by Boston. One out, base is empty. The 0-1 pitch from Boston. This is inside, 1-1. One and one. Dallas Baptist now leading Gonzaga 8-2 in the top of the 8th. Stanford with a 3-0 lead over Santa Clara in the top of the 4th. Santa Clara is sneaky good. Cal leading San Francisco 3-1 in the bottom of the 7th. The 1-1 pitch. Chopped foul, strike 2 to DJ Petrinsky. St. Mary's still leading Cal Baptist 2-0. And LMU has added another run, and they lead Utah 4-0 in the bottom of the fourth. One ball, two strikes, one out, base is empty. 11-0 Texas in the bottom of the eighth. The 1-2 pitch. Now 2-2 two and two to Petrinsky. Petrinsky with one hit on the season. From Magnolia, Texas, he's a redshirt senior, six foot, 195 pounder. They list him as a catcher. The 2-2 pitch, high, full count now to Petrinsky. The 3-2 pitch, strike three looking. Big strikeout for Boston Mabius. Yeah, nice start for this inning for him. Like I said, I just need to build confidence for some of these guys. They need to show a little success so that they're, they've seen it, they're used to it. Ivan Melendez, one of the rare holdovers from the starting lineup that will bat here late in this one. First pitch to Melendez, strike one from Mabius. So two outs, base is empty. Due up for the Cougars in the top of the ninth, top of the order. Pintar, McIntyre, and Deming. The 0-1 to Melendez. Ball one as he checked his swing. Where'd that change he up? Thought is? about swinging, he did not. One ball, one strike. Boston delivers. Foul back. And now maybe it's ahead. One and two on the designated hitter, Ivan Melendez. The one-two. Swing and a miss. Ball gets away. Able throw down to first. Nice job. And a 1-2-3 inning for Boston. Mabius will head to the top of the ninth. Last chance for the Cougars trailing 11-0 on the new skin. BYU Sports. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Top of the ninth inning, 11-0 Texas. The Cougars will face a new pitcher. Number 45, Coy Cobb. On the season, he's pitched one inning, 
He's given up two hits, three runs, all three earned, also a walk. Comes in with an ERA of 27. And he'll face the top of the order for the Cougars. Andrew Pintar, Mitch McIntyre, and Austin Deming. BYU, no runs and just one hit. On the Longhorn starter, Ty Madden, who's going to be a top 10 draft pick in June's Major League Baseball draft. He more than lived up to the hype tonight. After Madden, it was Jared Southard and now Coy Cobb. Coy from Katy, Texas, 6'4", 195-pound redshirt sophomore. And Andrew Pintar finally gets the okay to step into the batter's box. The warm-up throws are done. The conversation on the mound with the Longhorn catcher is over. And BYU down to its final three outs. 11-7-1 for Texas. 0-1-0 for the Cougars. The first pitch to Pintar. Pulls the ball, and it'll be a base hit into left field. And Pintar going for two, sliding head first, and he is safe. A leadoff double for Andrew Pintar. And the Cougars are in business here in the top of the ninth. Just trying to chip away, trying to end this game, see what happens. Get some confidence heading into the finale tomorrow afternoon. Mitch McIntyre will now bat with nobody out and... Pintar at second base. The first pitch to Mitch. Ground ball to first. Petrinsky gloves and steps on the bag himself. Three unassisted. And Pintar advancing to third. So BYU now with two hits. Looking for its first run. And a base hit or a fly ball to the outfield should give BYU that. And we're going to have a pinch hitter for Austin Deming. Brian Call will step to the plate. And the first pitch to Brian is a swing and a miss, strike one. Brian Call wearing number eight. Facing number 45, Coy Cobb. The 0-1 pitch to call. Swing and a miss. Change up 79 miles an hour from Cobb. No balls, two strikes. One out, runner at third. The 0-2 pitch to Bryan. Misses. Misses outside and bounces away from the catcher. Alertly, Pintar will score from third. And that wild pitch gives BYU its first run of the ball game. It's now 11-1, Texas. One ball, two strike count to Brian Call. The run is in from third on the wild pitch. Another pitch in the dirt that bounces away from the catcher.
11 to 1. BYU getting on the board for the first time here in the top of the ninth. The 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Call strikes out, and there's now two away here in the top of the ninth. BYU down to its last out. The batter will be the designated hitter, number 17, Josh Cowden. Josh 0 for 3. Timeout called. Called by Texas. Now play about ready to resume. Cowden at the plate. Cobb on the mound and delivers the first pitch to Josh. Pitched him inside. Josh tried to hold up. Couldn't do it. Swung through. Strike one. Two outs, bases empty. 11 to 1, Texas. And timeout called once again. I think Cobb and the catcher are having a hard time getting on the same page. The 0 1 pitch to Cowden. Strike two. And the Cougars down to their final strike. Game four tomorrow, three central, two mountain, as we wrap up the four-game series here in Austin. Cobb gets the sign and delivers the 0-2 to Cowden. Josh pops it up, and it slices out of play. Will land in the stands, and the count stays 0-2. So we'll do it again. No balls, two strikes. Pitch outside, misses, ball one. You can hear the Texas fans cheering, hoping that the next pitch from Cobb is the one that ends the ball game. And now they'll start to clap again. The 1-2 pitch to Cowden. Fouled off. Josh stays alive and the count remains 1-2. and two. Eleven to 11-1 Texas lead here in the top of the ninth. 1-2 count, two outs. Cowden at the plate. Facing the redshirt sophomore from Katy, Texas. Coy Cobb. And here we go again. The 1-2. Chopped foul. We'll do it again. One and two. Cowden awaiting the one-two pitch again from Cobb. The one-two. High fly ball. Into right center. Hodo over to make the catch. And that'll do it. Your final from Austin, 11-1 Texas, beating BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.